Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 1287. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, the disgruntled fiddle player, the brewmaster, Benita, and the segment called Fair and Unbalanced. And I think, well, let's see, 1287. 87 was an interesting year. I was at UCSB. Mike's Daily Podcast. Where I mentioned before I met a young Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity's old co-host, Ellen Combs, passed away. Mike's Daily Podcast. They got popular on Fox together in the beginning. Well, I had a crazy day on Thursday. I had a wonderful time shopping at Costco because no one was there. Ate that fattening Costco hot dog. But beware, calories aren't good for you. But it's so dang cheap. Mike's Daily Podcast. I can't eat hot dogs anywhere else because of the fact that it's so cheap at the Costco. Oh. Mike's I Daily Load that thing up Podcast With all the relish and Yeah Yes, I put onions on it Why? Because I'm single And no woman will have me I'm unhavable Is what a And to the ladies out there Is you blind? Look at this wonderful, beautiful man You've got to be kidding me Why are you not into this even you canadians take off you hosers but welcome to cafe anyway 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 so as i was doing the podcast yesterday someone was listening in through the magic of technology someone was listening in who does a famous radio talk show apparently he listened to the show. He said, yeah, I'm not a big fan of stream of thought type podcasts. But then on his own show, he said, I think I'm going to start doing a weekly podcast that has nothing to do with radio or anything. It's just sort of my own thing. So what I'm saying is I have inspired someone to podcast. And that makes me happy. From the very beginning, as I began podcasting, I said to you, if you were listening back then, back when the show was called The Messy Desk, look, I just walked in. I said, everyone should podcast because the situation now is we have uh, only, you know, well, the situation that as podcasts were beginning to get popular 10 years ago was that um, you you really only had the, the radio stations to listen to. That was it. The Idiots that were on the air That somehow made it on the air And and I say this because I was listening to radio in the south Back then I was living in Alabama And every show was named Bubba this, Bubba that, Bubba and this Guy, Bubba and that guy And all they did was rail against Obama All the time and I was like Who needs this? I want to listen to other stuff And back then I didn't have an app yet Because I didn't have a smartphone yet I don't think they had smartphones out yet and so I was. A, I had to download the podcast to my. Um, I had a Sony Ericsson. Look who else just walked in. And I had a Sony Ericsson. I would listen to the downloaded podcast. Of course, those podcasts took up space on the little drive and the little phone. Took up space in there, and I couldn't. Took up memory, and I couldn't 
put that many podcasts in there. But I would download all these people's podcasts. And back then, Adam Carolla was just getting started because he had just gotten fired from Los Angeles and he was starting his own thing with his podcast world. Ah, Los Angeles. And so I remember listening to his early podcast and him saying, yeah, I'm doing this out of my house. Well, then eventually he would do it out of like a warehouse and he started a whole empire, podcasting empire. And thanks to people like Chris Hardwick and Joe Rogan, Podcast, and of course, Ira Glass with This American Life and later Serial. uh, This would, you know, become a huge medium. Still, there are people over 40 who have no idea what a podcast is. We must educate them still, my friend. I think it's always going to be a learning curve, and we're on the curve part where people aren't learning. But a bunch of people have walked in. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? Ain't you just kind of fit up there, do you? What? Well, maybe y'all can, like, acknowledge us when we are actually walking through the door, y'all. Yeah, Mark. What is this stuff? Okay, guys. I'll acknowledge you as you walk in to the door in the future. Mark, I like those shows like Bubba This and Bubba That and Bubba Love Sponge and Bubba 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 Bubba. I love all those shows, Mark. Those are the good stuff. Okay. I don't know why I'm not at CPAC instead of... Why am I here instead of CPAC is what I'm saying. You want to be at CPAC with the lovely Kellyanne Conway? Yeah, she was at CPAC. And she was there talking to Sean Hannity, who I knew back in college. You keep mentioning that over and over again like people actually care or know who he is. Yeah, Mark, stop talking about him. Y'all are name dropping. You're right, I am, sorry. Hey, Benita, disgruntled fiddle player. Are you going to listen to my country show on the weekend, which I do on countrycrossroadsradio.com? Yeah, okay. Mark, I love it when y'all play Reba. Yeah, Reba's great. We play Reba, we play bluegrass, we play some Americana. It's awesome. So listen to it at countrycrossroadsradio.com. I'll be on tomorrow and Sunday. Oh, look. And here's today's podcast picture. Speaking of the South, I loved the South. Sometimes I toy with the idea of moving back to the South. And here is a picture from Lynchburg, Tennessee, where the Jack Daniels Distillery is, where I got to go on a wonderful tour. I was married then. My ex-wife did not want to go. So I went by myself and I remember going and then I remember like having a wonderful day, like walking around Lynchburg, Tennessee, where the Jack Daniels distillery is. And it feels like you're walking around Hazard. Remember the town of Hazard from the Dukes of Hazard? It has, even though that was shot uh, at the uh, Warner Brothers studios in, well, next to studio Burbank, California, where they also shot Gilmore Girls. And Sleepy Hollow is also Hazard. Did you know that? I just dropped some knowledge on y'all. Two shows maybe you've never watched before, Gilmore Girls and Dukes of Hazard, but they were both shot on the same studio, at which I almost got to go to. Uh, years ago, I was a program director in Ventura, California, and I was, well, the, the, the record promoters would try and do anything even then, even though it wasn't the 70s when they were 
giving away cocaine to all the program directors. They were still trying to schmooze you, and I still probably do that, to get you to play the record. And I remember some Warner Brothers record rep going, Yeah, Mike, you, you like the Gilmore Girls? Oh, I'll get you on that sound stage, the outside studio where they shoot the Sleepy Hollow. Sure, Stars Hollow is what it is. And we'll get you in, and yeah, because they were just about to end the show. So we were going to go out there. Of course, now they've brought back Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And Melissa McCarthy, who got her start on Gilmore Girls, she makes a comeback onto the show in, in a quick little scene. But yeah, it was pretty good, the reboot, as I mentioned in a previous podcast. But my point being, the Dukes of Hazard, uh, some good old boys, never meaning Lynchburg, Tennessee looks like Hazard. They may have modeled it after it. I don't know. But I... Cafe, I don't know. Wait, cafe anyway. Anyway. So what I uh, did was walk around and had a wonderful day in the south. And then I drove back to my house and where my wife was in Huntsville, Alabama. And I remember her... She was having some kind of issue. And she called and said, you need to go get sushi. I think she was missing California. She did not like it in the south. Although sometimes... We still talk, and she'll go, remember that thing that happened in Huntsville? Remember the, remember, we, we made some great friends in Huntsville, and so, well, my point being that you never forget the South when you've lived there, and some people still live there because they don't want to leave, and there's nothing better, and it's heaven on earth to them, and there's a lot of songs about that country songs, which I'll probably be playing on tomorrow's show on Country Crossroads, like Bo Cephas, Hank Williams Jr. If heaven was a lot like Dixie, I don't want back. And other great songs like that. So, that's a podcast picture of Lynchburg, Tennessee. Mark, there's nothing like Lynchburg, Tennessee. That's the best place on the planet. Mark, we want to go back right now, even though I don't want to go to CPAC because the Republicans scare me. Let's go. Oh, I love the South. There we go. Well, there they go. I'd like to take this time on my podcast, 10 minutes in, to ask you to think good thoughts for this guy right here. My good friend, my buddy till the end, Basil the Boxer. He's not having a good time right now. He's having like really bad joint problems. And it's uh, he's barely could move yesterday. We were able to go for a walk, about a mile and a half walk, so that was good. But this morning, it was hard for him to get up. He's only eight years old, which to some dog owners that, and I've mentioned before, they are like, "Well, dogs only live to eight. No, I, I would, I've heard of dogs and met dogs that are fifteen. I'd love for Basil to get that old, but. His joints are hurting him. It usually happens around the cold time of the year. And this definitely has been a cold time. And boxers are sensitive to that. Anyway, people are telling me, give him some chondroitin. Have him go see the vet. So there's all these avenues I have to explore. And try and if he's not going to get any better, I need to follow up on that stuff. But think good thoughts for Basil the Boxer. And I would appreciate it. If you'd like to help to support the show, I just have to drop this part in too. MikeStaleyPodcast.com. See all the past podcast pictures there. If you're going to do any shopping this weekend on Amazon, click on that Amazon link and buy whatever it is you're going to buy. It's at MikeStaleyPodcast.com. That helps us out. There's also a PayPal. 
You'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters if you do that. And there's also the... Oh! I forgot to mention this guy. He walked in too a little while ago and he's just been sitting here the whole time. Wrong. Oh, you don't want to say anything? You're darn tootin'. Oh. Wait, what? Uh... We had to make the move and we decided to make the move. What are you talking about? Sorry, Mac. I was talking weird gibberish and whatnot. I'm the brewmaster. I make the root beer. Oh, boy. Thank you, brewmaster. Yeah, so, uh, see, actually, you can see a cartoon of the brewmaster and all the Cafe Anyway characters. You'll get a special greeting from all of them if you help us out through the PayPal. And finally, there are all the past interviews I've done. All at mikesdailypodcast.com. Fair and unbalanced. Everybody make some noise. Bringing to you live from Podcaster Valley Mont. Burger Master. Awesome. Ah. Glucosamine. That's the thing that people have been telling me to get Basil. I'll look into that. And also, 1987 was the year... A country song turned into a synthesizer-y dance song happened. That was Pet Shop Boys doing Always On My Mind. You were always on my mind. Hey, today I'm going to go get Boba. It's Boba Friday today. So I can get Boba Fat with Robert of the segment Welsh on the World. All right, we'll play that. Welsh on the World. Even though we haven't done that segment in a long time. We haven't done The Daily Haley, Jerelname, Addendum with Kevin, The Marco Minute, The Pam Baumgartner Files, uh, Holding Court with Lady Katie, all those segments, Kathy's Corner, we haven't done any of those in a long time, and that's because I'm a hermit. I won't talk to anybody anymore. No, maybe they'll come back. Hey, if y'all are listening, you should be on the show this is an official invite to all my former segment people to be back on. But this segment is fair and unbalanced. And here, what we're going to talk about is first off, Bannon. Bannon. The reclusive mastermind behind President Trump's nationalist ideology and combative tactics tactics made his public debut yesterday delivering a fiery rebuke of the media and declaring that the new administration is an unending battle for deconstruction of the administrative state stephen k bannon who looks a lot like a woman principal that i had way back when mrs walton the white house chief strategist and intellectual it's the hair that does it for me i don't know why an intellectual force behind Trump's agenda. At least he has hair, right? Says the bald man. Used his first speaking appearance since Trump took office to vow that the president would honor all the hard line pledges of his campagna. Did I just go Italian there? I guess I did. Appearing at a gathering of conservative activists along Chief of Staff Reince Priebus. Bannon dismissed the idea that Trump might moderate his positions or seek consensus with political opponents. He said the White House is digging in for a long period of conflict to transform Washington and upend the world order. Oh, joy. If you think they're going to give your country back without a fight, you are sadly mistaken. Every day it is going to be a fight. 
And that is what I'm proudest about Donald Trump. All the opportunities he had to waver off this. All the people who have come to him and said, oh, you've got to moderate. Every day in the Oval Office, he tells Reince and I, I committed this to the American people. I promised this when I ran. I'm going to deliver on this. Well, you know what this is? This is going to get obstructed by that judge over there and that judge over there, Bannon. So get used to it. The other thing I wanted to mention was Susan Collins on Wednesday, left. she left open the possibility of issuing a subpoena for Donald Trump's tax records, which we still have not seen as lawmakers probe Russia's interference in last year's election. That's going to happen too, Bannon. The main Republican, yes, she's a Republican, said the decision of whether to force the president to turn over his financial details would be made by Intelligence Committee Chairman Richard Burr, a Republican from North Carolina, and Vice Chairman Mark Warner, a Democrat of Virginia, as the committee attempts to determine the extent to which the Trump campaign was in contact with Russian officials. My hope is that we'll have a lot of voluntary cooperation, she said. And keep in mind that in some ways, this is a counterintelligence operation in many ways. And that's what our committee specializes in. She also said former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn would be asked to testify before the committee. Lawmakers began investigating Russia's meddling after the U.S. intelligence community concluded the Kremlin had encouraged the hacking of Democratic Party servers and released emails meant to embarrass their nominee, Hillary Clinton, and harm her election efforts. A number of people within Trump's inner circle during the campaign have ties to Russia, including Flynn and Paul Manafort, who served as Trump's campaign chairman in the spring until questions emerged about his work for pro-Russia groups in the Ukraine, or just Ukraine. Those connections provoke suspicions that Trump or people around him were aware of Russia's efforts, and the questions intensified earlier this month after Flynn resigned following revelations. He may have violated a law barring civilians from negotiating with foreign governments when he spoke with the Russian ambassador to the U.S. during the presidential transition. Trump had repeatedly denied having any business interests or other ties to Russia and said he and his staff concluded that Flynn had done nothing wrong in contacting the Russian ambassador. The White House said the president asked for Flynn's re- resignation because he misled Vice President Mike Pence. Collins says, however, there are law enforcement implica- implications. Sure, okay, whatever. I always want to say amplifications when it's just implications. And we want to make sure that we're doing it right. We're used to probing in depth in this area. As we go outside of cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's daily podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Next show, it will be Madam Rudabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. I will tell Basil about all of your good thoughts for him. Have a great weekend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.